Hi, Katie. Hi, Ryan. So um, I just want to start off by saying that we are re-recording like the last 10 minutes of what we recorded because my microphone wasn't working. So it's just Katie dominating the podcast. Yeah, which I think viewers, listeners, sorry, would have been happy about uh, that. I don't just know. Just for one episode. I mean, just... <laughs> just, just, just Katie talking to herself, yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> basically, exactly. But that's okay. Um, we know what we're talking about. We so do. So let's just do this again. Let's do it again. And I mean, it's going to be the first time for everyone else, right? And there's something <laughs> special for that. <laughs> I don't even know what I just said. Okay, well, first of all, we are recording in a different place yes, today. we are. In Toronto. We are and off the young, longest road in the world. Yeah. and Did it, you know that? Yeah, I think I did know that. Yeah, it's the it, longest it street in the like, world. goes like in different cities and stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. And the whole world. And the world's a big place. Is it the longest in the world? In the world. Should we fact check Katie Jones? Okay. Is that fake news? Hey, Siri. What is the longest road in the world? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Fake news, Katie Jones. The Pan American Highway. No. <laughs> Katie's <laughs> now Katie's now debating Google. So that's what we've oh, come okay, to. Okay, listen. Until 1999, the Guinness Book of World Records repeated the... <laughs> <laughs> so 20 years ago. <laughs> okay, no, whatever. I, I think it's, it's the longest in Canada. Road. North America. Maybe. That could be. Who knows? So, um, I've never even heard of the Pan America Highway. No? No. I thought you are the traveler. You're the millennial traveler. Yeah. Like, not... I don't travel America, though. Okay. So... Yes. So, we're hanging out here, and it's it's a nice little setup, isn't it? Yeah. It's a nice change. It's yeah. a very cute place. Um, so, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here with me. I'm slouching again. Oh, don't slouch. Okay. Um, can you believe that Christmas is here? And well, in a couple of weeks. December is here. December is here. I mean, I think that it's crazy that it's officially been a year of you and I recording the podcast. That's we, true. We started recording late November of 2018. And around that time is when you actually met your boyfriend, right? That's crazy. Oh my God, it's going to be 2020. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because this will be our second Christmas together. You and I? Oh, yeah, you and I, and Jeff, <laughs> and my boyfriend and I. Um, so that's that's amazing. Yeah. And we're now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Google Play. Play. Uh, we're, you know, already plenty episodes into the 30 range mark. We're one of the most listened to podcasts created. Ever, <laughs> ever. in the history of podcasts. No, that's fake news. That's fake news. But... I have a, I have a we random have listeners around the world. I have a random question yes. for you. Do you think that Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" will be as popular in twenty years as it is right now? Twenty years from now, no, no, I don't think so. I think for the next couple of years, maybe even the next decade, yes. And I think this year it will go number one. I'm calling that now. Okay. I'm um, sorry if by the time that this is up. If she's already achieved the number one, congratulations. Because she actually, it's the 25th anniversary of that album. So wow. she's kicked into overdrive. You may have seen her on Instagram promoting this because surprisingly enough, I just found this out the other day. That album, or sorry, that single, All I Want for Christmas is You, which obviously all of us knows. And she makes a ton of money from what I've seen on royalties. Oh, absolutely. Like I think she could buy a house off of the royalties that she makes every year off that song. What kind of you know, house though? I like a Mariah, like a Mariah Carey house. That's a good question. Or like you know, 
I'm going to Google this right now. But surprisingly enough, that single has never been number one. It actually, I, from really? what I've heard, yeah. I find I, that shocking. Yeah. I think from, that's fake news just no, like Young Street. I, <laughs> <laughs> I heard it on another podcast that like, I think it peaked last year because back then, it I don't think it was as big of a hit because there's so much competition and like, you know what I mean? Whereas now it's become like streaming, streaming's huge, Well, right? it's also become like gimmicky. Like before she was probably serious when she came up out with it yeah and yes. now it's like just kind of like the christmas song yeah look it even comes up as a google result mariah carey royalties from all i want for christmas so um with global sales of over 16 million copies the song remains carrie's biggest international success and the 11th best-selling single of all time as of 2017 so 2017 would have been, if it's 25 years in 2019, would have been 23 years. 23 years of the single. The song was reported to have earned $60 million in royalties. Oh my $60 God. million. So do you want to know if she's the main writer on this? Yeah, songwriters Mariah Carey and Walter Alphen CF. So Walter and Mariah <laughs> are rolling in the cash every year. They I mean, are. Merry Christmas to them. They're doing just fine. I wonder if she do donates any of her royalty money to charities. What do you think? Um, I'm sure she has some causes. That's very optimistic of you. <laughs> but um, I just want to let our listeners know that what we're talking about today, because we kind of love to go on tangents. Yeah, that's true. We're talking about dating in the modern age. So modern romance, uh, everything from long distance dating to sending nudes. Explicit content. Yeah. So it's time to buckle up. This is going to be a very <laughs> fun episode. And enjoy the ride. Woo! Okay, oh. I can't do long distance dating. Wait, I had a story for you real quick. Oh, okay, tell me. Um, I ran into this cute guy yesterday in the dog park, and I think we're married. I'm basically in love. Okay, so how did that happen? Did you just like walk up to him? Because <laughs> that is something you would do. Like, Hi, no. Ryan. <laughs> he had a cute husky, and you know, my dogs were playing with his dog, and there was someone else who also had a half husky dog and we we're all kind of chatting but it was interesting whenever he'd be chatting with other guy he'd like look at me and try to get me into the conversation as well because i was watching the dogs too like they're playing and i want to make sure they're okay <laughs> no you were just like fine you're not talking to me then i'm not gonna engage <laughs> no it's probably like why is this guy like looking away oh my away? gosh he was so cute and it turns out his name is ryan too oh did so. you get his number no, it turns out that he has a girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, because he ended up saying how he got the dog and it was be and because I asked, I was probing because I wanted to find out because he kept saying we 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 about like living where he lives, like he lives with someone. I'm like maybe he has a boyfriend. I don't know. We'll have to see. And then he's like, "Oh no, my girlfriend got oh. the dog with another guy." And then they broke up and then so now she already you and had Ryan the dog. are just going to be friends. Yeah. I don't think it's looking very promising. No, I don't think it is really, really at all, to be honest. Okay, so, yeah. Can you, could you do long distance? I personally think I could because there's – as long as both people are busy and the trust is there, then what's the problem? There's so much technology now. There's planes, trains, and automobiles. You can see people if you really want to. You're probably not. Actually, no, I was going to say you're probably not going to get on train, but you do get on trains. I've gotten on a train before. That's true. Okay, but you say the word trust, and I find that interesting because when you say that, I think there's multiple 
aspects of trust when you be doing long distance trust in yourself as well oh. that you're not going to get distracted or you're not going to stop putting in the effort or you're not going to have a wandering eye That's trust trust people in general yeah, that yeah. they wouldn't try to get with your person wherever they're at yeah yeah and obviously trusting your partner but it, it does okay something when we were talking about this topic before we started recording that you mentioned which i thought was really great thank you was you said that you could maybe do it if you knew that it was there was an end in sight to yeah. long distance so like say someone's like doing a degree for a year in ireland it's like well, exactly or you know. something like a year is a long time but yeah something <laughs> something like that some like, people do it for like four years you know with your internship for example imagine yeah. like you had to go somewhere far away the internship was in bc and it was three months that's when I could do it. Like, you know they're coming back. Or if you've been together for a long time and they have, like, a temporary job that's making them leave town a lot. That's the case for two people that I know. Um, the husband recently got a new job and he does a lot of travel. So he's yeah. gone for, like, a week back for a day. Gone for a week oh, back really? for a day. But I couldn't just do, like, long distance. Like, you just live in different places and neither one of you are willing to, like maybe move to where your partner lives yeah. so you just do the long distance thing like i couldn't have a relationship through a screen i try to avoid them anyways so fair enough i and i feel like also you're a very physical person i'm a very needy person i meant like Me mentally too. spiritually it's like I yeah couldn't. i think it would be tough i do think it'd be tough but i also you know what if you really really love to this person you met them before the long distance would you really like break that apart just because they're gonna be a no you would right know away? you would try of you course would try, you would yeah. try but for me relationship well i mean not just for me but like relationships are built on experiences and, yeah. and moments together and, yeah. and and the fights and the laughs and yeah. you know all of that so if you don't have those moments you know I think you would definitely, for me, if I was going to do long distance, I would have had to have been in a relationship, a solid relationship, moving forward into that. I don't think that I could like blossom and grow in the beginning. It's starting off as long distance. No, I know what you mean. Like you'd have to have that already blossomed before they go away. Yeah, already like solidified. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you know each other. I mean... My first serious boyfriend, he lived an hour away, but that's not long distance. That's like, see you on the weekends. Yeah. But is that long distance? I think, I think you could say, well, an hour, I think it's kind of, I think it would have to be at least two hours, three hours away to be like long distance because an hour could be in Toronto from one side of Toronto to the next if it's rush hour. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) uh, (laughs) thanks for the... The fake laugh there. I want to bring up like the new terms in modern dating. And we've talked about, I think before on the podcast about breadcrumbing. Yeah, no, we have. When you kind of like string someone along, you kind of give them hope, but you're really not interested. There's all kinds of new terms that I saw recently via Snapchat. You know, they have those stories sometimes on Snapchat that are like creators or whatever. Yeah. Magazines or websites and they create content. So I was going through one and they had some new terms and I'm trying to remember some of them. One of them was orbiting. Which I'd never heard of. What's that one? Orbiting. So it's where you... you go around in circles? No, it's like where you're kind of in touch with someone. And then you stop replying to them. But you reply to their social media. And I've heard this happen like many times. And I feel like it's happened to me too. Where they don't reply to your text. But they're replying, you know, a fire emoji on your story. Or liking something on your on your Instagram. Or well, it's a I thing. Don't, I don't have a problem with people texting me back. 
Just like, saying. You just don't care? No, I just... Oh. No. Oh, you mean like people <laughs> just always text you back? Exactly. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the problem with texting back, but you, I don't... You, you're pretty good, I feel like, usually. Hey? Really? I'm not well, known for like, being no, like, good. Well, like, no, like, yeah, sometimes you take a while, but you usually will get back, and I feel like it doesn't come from a place of you not caring. It's just that you get busy, and you just don't really do, like, you're not and really on your phone often. It's the curse of opening a text message when you know you can't answer it. Yeah, I do that. I do that all the time. Like, that. I'm really busy at yeah. work, and I'll see, for example, you'll text, and I'm like, I have two seconds to read it. I could she uses me as an example. <laughs> well, you are a texter, but... I'm like, okay, I do have two seconds to read it, so I'll read it, and then it's like right back to work, and yeah, then yeah. hours go by, yeah. and so I'm bad for that. But I could see that. Okay, so there was orbiting, and then there was one. Paper. The dogs are going crazy. They're so cute. They're so cute, but they're like wrestling with each other. They're kissing. They're brothers. <laughs> Not biologically. <laughs> Katie, stop. <laughs> um. So, what else was I going to talk about? Oh. Oh, like other terms? Uh, I think just paper clipping. Okay. Another term that was on there was paper clipping, which <laughs> reminds me kind of of bread clump, bread crumbing. Blah, because, blah, 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 blah. Of bread crumbing because they said that paper clipping is where you kind of start like ghosting someone. You kind of start ignoring someone, but you will send them DMs or you'll kind of send them messages in between to keep them kind of into you. That sounds like breadcrumbing to me. It also Paper just... Paper clipping. It I, doesn't I, even make sense. I wonder I why people would do it. Like, it makes me think of a couple reasons. One would be, like, maybe people just kind of pop in every once in a while because they want to let you know they're still interested if you were ever interested or something. Yeah. I think or, it's an ego thing, too. Yeah. Or, like, selfishness. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, I know that if I do reach out, I have someone in my life that I don't reach out to anymore, obviously, but... When I was younger, I knew that if I reached out to them, they would... Respond. So it's like when you'd get lonely kind of thing. Yeah. Or the H word. Ryan, I'm not hungry right now. <laughs> She's funny. I'm witty. Wow, you're witty. I'm witty. Let's keep her around. Let's keep her as the co-host. Why were you interviewing for new mm, slots? Well, did you not see that post on the Instagram? Oh my God. I'm just God. kidding. I'm just joking. It would, it would just <laughs> crash and burn. What would the podcast you? be? I know. What would it be without you? I mean, you just bring this spark of energy into my life. Oh. I'm very thankful for you. Oh, let's not get all mushy. <laughs> um, so, Katie, I wanted to tell you something. Before we start going into um, the section talking about nudes, uh, I ended up buying a month of Tinder Premium. How much did that cost? I think it was like 20 bucks For? A month. Whoa, I can't picture you doing that. Because I started, I was bored, you know, and I decided that I wanted to be able to see all these people that had liked me because you can't see like who's liked you unless you swipe and you match. But there's a section where you can see who likes you without having to swipe through all the people. But you have to pay to see it. So I paid the 20 bucks and I went through and <laughs> like, I was like, 97% of them I did not find attractive. Oh. So it's like, wow, I, I swiped through, you know, 65 people. 65? Well, at the time, because I bought it like a week in or something, because I was like, who are these people? Like, I'm not matching with people when I'm swiping. Like, who are they? And that's why I wasn't matching with them, because I wasn't swiping right on them. And maybe there was like three people that I was like really into. And then another feature of it is you can put 
on there where you want to be located. So I put like Montreal, I put like Vancouver, I put like Where you want to be located, what does that mean? It means like where you want to be located on Tinder so you can see people in that area. So even though I'm in Toronto, I'm seeing all these hot Swedish guys. Oh. You know, it's kind of fun to match with them. But the problem is, is then you see 4,000 kilometers away. Yeah, it's like. Or 7,000 kilometers away. That would be a long distance relationship. That would be a long distance relationship. And it's like, why am I even getting myself into that? But it was kind of fun, you know. Are you going to pay next month? No. No, I already canceled it. So that doesn't renew. I just felt like doing it and I was bored. I was like, I'm not going to order a pizza tonight. So that's the 20 bucks that there I'm going to pay. There you go. What about Bumble? I justified can, it. Can you do that on Bumble? I did it on Bumble too. Oh my <laughs> God. People are going to judge me. It was 13 bucks on Bumble for a week. Or you could pay 20 something for a month like Tinder. But I was like, I don't, I don't want it. 13 for a week. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to. Or like 12.99 or something. I didn't want to pay for a month on it. And it was, again, similar where it was like, I couldn't, it wasn't letting me see anyone else in the area. And I think it's because I've probably deleted it and redownloaded it so many times that they're like, nope. So like, like a couple hours into it, I couldn't see anyone else for like more than a day. And I was like, I want to see other people. And that's how they get you. And so I could see who was matching with me. I could see more people. That wasn't, in my opinion, this is my opinion, is that it wasn't as worth it. Whereas like Tinder, I find that I'm still <laughs> matching with people. And there's this thing called Boost. It's By the way, this is not sponsored. Tinder should be paying <laughs> us to talk about this. But Boost is where you show up in front of like all these other people that are in the area. Your profile shows up like first. So hopefully you get more matches. Okay. So I may try that out. Supposedly Sunday's a good day. I thought you were totally off the apps. I was. And then I got bored. You go up, You go up and down. I go up and down, you know. Because, you know, sometimes it's bored and you want a little bit of an ego boost. Have you um walked to a local pub or restaurant, sat at the bar and had a beer yet? <laughs> no. Katie, so I, I did I ever tell you, I think I said, I can't remember if I said this on the podcast or not. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. I did that in Vancouver. <laughs> and I think I told you on the phone and you were dying laughing. I tried it in Vancouver and I sat there at the bar and this lady from across the bar gave me the death stare the whole time. Like... <laughs> Like this. Oh, so she was like a cranky old bartender? Yeah, she was, no, she wasn't a bartender. She was just sitting there. Oh. And then I was trying to like flirt, but there was like no one around. So then I started talking to this one guy that would like ended up coming up there. Turns out he works there. He was just sitting there before a shift. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'll talk to the bartender. And he seemed like he may be gay. Turns out like he was, he he at least didn't identify because I think he said something about a girl, a girlfriend oh, okay. or something. Okay, so it wasn't the right pub and it wasn't it the was right the time. It was the keg. It was a keg. Oh. I know. You probably want... I did try. I actually tried. I went to like this other gay bar and it was all... Like it was a daddy bar, I guess. So it was all like 55 plus. Oh. Yeah. Did you like that? Maybe not 55 plus. <laughs> like if you, can, <laughs> if you can get your pension plan and your benefits, uh, I think that that may be a bit older for me. But if it was like 40s or 30s, yeah. 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 But it was like, it was like 60. Yeah. Like they were old. They were like younger guys, but you could tell they're into the old. Like you'd see like these two white haired 63 year olds with like this 20 year old like skinny dude that's like clearly oh. into it. Oh. Yeah. There's like a whole demographic There's for a that. whole demographic and this was like a daddy bar. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, I I don't think that that's my scene is going to a bar and sitting there and chatting. But hey, I've tried other things. I've gone speed dating. And in today's day and age of technology, that's a pretty big deal. And sometimes I like the person, but they don't like me back. One guy friend zoned me. Oh. I liked him a lot. And he put down his friends. 
Okay, do you want me to lead this podcast today? <laughs> this is where it goes. <laughs> so you get to see their answer. No, like, I, I just got an email being like, yeah, you got a match, but as friends. Oh. <laughs> but no, but it turned Next out that we time. weren't compatible. I saw oh. him on a dating app later and our, um, we're not compatible. Why? Because he was the same position as I am. Oh. Yeah, because in gay world, you have to think about that. Yeah, I know. I still find that crazy. Yeah. And it's like non-negotiable. No, there are people that are considered first, which means they can do either. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see myself as that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about nudes. Okay. Well, nudes are just anyone that takes them with their face in it and sends them out. It's uh, your business, but it's very risky business. That's oh, it. so are you judging? No, I'm not judging. So I not one to judge sexuality and sexual yeah, yeah. preference yeah, and all yeah. that stuff but, but you're just saying that there's a chance that if it got leaked yeah which is illegal in canada now i'm pretty sure you can't just put up people's well you shouldn't be able to that makes sense yeah it's just you know take photos at your own risk but i think keep your face out of them personally i don't know I, I see that. I It's interesting. I was talking about this, uh, you know, a few nights ago with someone that I know. And they were saying that they actually will plan out, like, photo shoots. Like, say they're feeling kind of sexy one day. And they're just by themselves chilling at home. And they're feeling, you know, extra hot, maybe extra thin, maybe extra curvy, whatever it is. And they want to show that off. They'll take a bunch of photos and have them ready in a hidden album, which I didn't even know existed. How do you not know I that? I never knew this existed, but you can have hidden albums on your phone. And they have a whole hidden album of their photo shoots of their nudes. And maybe it's in lingerie. Maybe it's not a full-out oh. nude. Oh, I think Katie's about to show me hers. I've had it for years. Mine's called Photo Vault. The other day, actually, I took one. It wasn't full-out nude. It was me in boxer briefs. Sorry for anyone out there who now has that vision in their mind and they don't want to think about it. But I can show yeah, I can you if you want you after, one. Katie. This is my bum. Yeah. Like, mine's, mine's like me just in boxer briefs, but it had this, like, awesome view in the background. Like I was in, I was in a bed, but it had this awesome view and I'll, I'll show you it. Okay. I think it's pretty sexy. And I like, I almost was like, should I post this on Instagram? Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> that's risky business you again. Think so? uh, I'll show you and you can decide. Would that come across as like thirsty? Is yeah. That, am I using that term right? Yeah, yeah, no, it would. That's a good, I'm proud of you. Look at you with your social media lingo. Thank you very much. But yeah, no, it would be thirsty. But hey, I have no shame in my game. There you go. I'm Work a thirsty biatch sometimes. Biatch. I don't know. That was disturbing. But yeah, and she said that it's, the person I was talking to also said that it's it's like an art form. Well, when we were talking about this before, I, I agree in the sense of if you look at all of the old photography and painting and everything from you know, centuries ago, they were naked. Women were naked, which also brings me to the classic scene in the Titanic where he paints Oh, naked. is she naked? Yeah. I don't, I feel like I've seen clips of the Titanic and I don't know if I've seen the full one. That's crazy. Katie's judging. I also don't think I've seen the full notebook. That's even crazier. I know. I've shown Jeff the notebook. Mean and, Girls? Um, Grease. No, we should watch Mean oh, Girls though. Yeah, Mean Girls is great. Um... The other thing about sending nudes is my friend was saying that she 
will only send nudes to the person and sometimes they're not full nudes sometimes it's in lingerie or whatever yeah if they've seen her in that setting before like they've seen her naked or in yeah but so many people now i don't know if you've experienced this but on some of these dating apps especially bumble because you can send photos guys want it before they've ever even met you at least with me and i'm like no I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. Like, and then, How do they ask? And then all of a sudden they block, they unmatch me. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. And like. And like kind of like creepy. Yeah. And it's like, you know, sometimes they'll send it and sometimes I'm like, you know, kind of into it. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to send it. And if they ask, if I send one, will you send one? I'll say no. Like, I'm not going to trick them. I'll say no because I don't send that. Now, if I was dating someone for a while and you have that trust. Yeah. Like you said, I probably would send that. I don't think, I don't know if I'd have my face in it. But all these random people excuse me you're not gonna take me out for drinks and dinner first and you expect me to just send this not gonna trick them you gotta work for this absolutely yeah i think also i mean no matter what you do like for a living for example yeah i don't think it's a good idea to have like explicit photos of you on the internet or at people's disposal it's a good point but especially if you're someone that like strives to maybe be in the public eye yeah. or have a very have a uh, podcast dominant, have podcasts <laughs> or have like a very like ceo type yeah position it's a good point like i'm not belittling other no, jobs no. but i'm just saying those are things that you do have to take into account would you ever want that content being exposed and jeopardizing kind of your your career or whatever it's true Sometimes I'm jealous of those people that because I feel like the career that I've always chosen has always been one where in the public eye where you should have love being in the public eye. But like sometimes wouldn't it be nice if you were like a gardener or something and you could tweet whatever you wanted because you just really like work in the garden you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, like sometimes I think about this. You're there with your shovel. Like, you know, doing, being. And your flowers. On, you know, being on air, being in the TV industry, being, doing this podcast and now being in public relations where you can be, you know, some ways the face of the brand or you can assist people who are the face of the brand. You have to be careful what you're tweeting and stuff. And it's like. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It's the same with you. Well, that's what celebrities talk about all the time. Like, you know, although I'm in the public eye and stuff, there's no privacy and they have to kind of like if they get if a celebrity gets divorced, they almost feel forced to write like a statement to their fans and whatever. When normal people, you know, sit with their friends and talk about it or whatever. So you lose a lot of your privacy. Well, because they're a brand. Oh, I got something on my eye. Oh, be careful. It's probably because you put your hands on your pants and then you start itching your eyes. Oh my God, there's nothing down my pants that would oh, make my eyes okay, itchy. Okay, good. <laughs> just clearing that up. Yeah, let's definitely just clear <laughs> just that kidding. up, everyone. I'm just joking. Haven't you ever thought about that? Because you've always been in the public eye too with the different TV roles and, or different TV jobs and now the podcast. Haven't you ever thought about that? Like you kind of have to think more about what you tweet because if you don't, Ryan will call you out on it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I mean... I also grew up just probably like you, your parents being like, what you put on the internet will stay with you yes, forever. That's a really good point. So when I was 16 and stuff, I definitely put up photos that I've since deleted. But I think I was never as racy as some people. Yeah. Um, yeah. For some reason, Twitter almost has like this, like you can almost say whatever you, it's almost like family guy, like that you can just <laughs> almost get away with it Yeah. on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I was just always raised with, it will come back to haunt you if it's not PG, basically. But I've also been, we were talking about this earlier, the kind of person where 
I was setting my friend up with one of those Bumble accounts and it yeah. said, do you want to sign up or continue with Facebook? Yeah. So like, yeah, but then they'll have access to my information. I'm yeah. like, ah, just hit continue with Facebook. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really care. They can, Alexa can listen to my conversations and Facebook can have my pin passwords. I don't really care. Like, I'm not no, that important. No, I know what you mean. I, I have thought about that too. It's like, people are concerned about privacy and you don't want everything out there. But at the same time, like, you know, at the end of the day, like really out of billions of people, they're going to be focused on me. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm not that intro. I'm, I'm that interesting, but not, yeah. not like, you know what? Just to have my info. Like, I can't remember if we've talked about this, but are you one of those people that puts like the, the notepad, the, the sticky note over top of your I camera? do have that. Okay. And I think I've called you out on this before on the podcast because that's kind of crazy. I think because at the end of the day, if someone wants to watch me through my webcam, whatever, it's going to be kind of, <laughs> it's going to be pretty boring. Ah. Uh... You know? Yeah, I know. I feel like thing? I'm almost contradicting myself. Yeah. But that one, that one's weird because if these big companies want access to my stuff, like I, I, I don't really care. Yeah. But you don't want weird like junior hackers that like oh. figure out and, like, like how to get you. in when watching and they're creepy or maybe like they live around the corner from you. It could become like some type of stalker oh, thing. Interesting. If, the, if Facebook wants it, the big bad Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, eat your heart out. But like my weird pervy down the street guy that's figured out a way to get into my computer or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Like maybe it's a more personal thing. Yeah. Remember all those memes that were going around where it's like my FBI agent? No. Oh, it was like jokes about like how like the FBI agent would be watching you and like would like send you cute messages. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never scratch mind. that. Scratch that. So I, if I were you, I'd put a little sticky note. I don't know. You're going to want people to watch you, don't you? Oh, <laughs> anyways. No, I don't know if I, no, I don't really want people to watch me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had like guys, like there's one guy that I match with online. And he like, he specifically was like, let's meet him in a park. I want, I want to do this in per, I want to do this like in public. And I was like, no, he like, why not like meet up in a park or in a public restroom and like do stuff? What? I was like, it was the weirdest thing. And I, I'm, who do you talk to? <laughs> I feel so out of the game. I, I, and I unmatched them. Like, excuse me. Yeah. No, that's not my thing. But like, don't you have your Bumble or whatever like set to to no creeps? Yeah. Like <laughs> looking for something like long lasting, like no. People sometimes welcome? don't even read your bio. That's the thing. They just swipe on your your picture. And so basically, it. it's just filled with a bunch of nymph. No, no, no. There's some nice people, but you know, you just gotta sort through the bunch to find the nice people. Let's I meet guess. Up in a restaurant bathroom. It was weird. I it was like unmatch, block, maybe yeah. even report. I yeah, don't know. I don't but know. It's weird. So. Well, with all of that said and yeah. done, um, how we, do you always know when we hit thirty minutes? Is it just because I like kind of hint at, or do you just know? Um, how do you know? You it's always just know. a natural vibe. Yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it just feels right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've and I've started slouching again. It's so comfy on here. I know. I like it. Okay, well, guys, um, it's December. It's snowy. It's cold. Santa's oh, coming. Oh, that's right. It's almost cuffing season. Have you heard about cuffing season? No. I'm not gonna go on a tangent on it. I'm just gonna say that cuffing season is when it gets cold out. I think it may be scientific, but don't quote me. That may be fake news. I don't know. But basically, when it starts to get cold out, people are more likely to get in a relationship. This goes back to evolutionary, like wanting to be with someone to protect you in the cold and warm you up in the cold. 
And so it's like this thing in November, December, people are like that much more heightened supposedly to want to get in a relationship. And it's called cuffing season. Yeah. So we are officially well into cuffing season. And then also you maybe want to bring them around family and friends and it's like this nice jolly time for a lot of people. Jolly time. <laughs> oh, what a nice jolly time we're having. Oh. Well, no, that makes sense. Also, people like love, people love love around the holidays. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, have a wonderful cuffing season. Happy cuffing season, everyone. Enjoy the snow. Have some hot cocoa. and Have a hot toddy. Oh. Oh, my God. We'll make you hot toddy sometime. Really? Okay, bye. Bye. Love you.